All right, guys, welcome to the second half of the MBOB Daily Podcast. Again, here, Sunday, June, June 25th, 2023. Did it a day early this uh, this week, which is which is fine. Um, appreciate you guys joining us on, on short notice, though, because, uh, yeah, I mean, we were obviously supposed to do it Sunday, but we did it Monday instead. Or uh, we were supposed to do it Monday, we did it Sunday instead, but that's okay. Glad you guys were able to join us. And if not, if you're listening on replay, we appreciate it. Um, thank you very much. And we'll be back, I think, next Monday, uh, by the way. It should be fine. Um Although I do want to mention, I'll be in UFC. I'll be in Vegas for the UFC 290 next week, right? So um, I'm leaving on. I guess I'm leaving on Friday. Okay, I'll be. I should be able to do it Monday, like normal, which is good. We say maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get the comments here quickly. Glenn says a few unproven debut fighters that could have gone through contender. True. Uh, Abus could take the one. Yeah. So we're gonna break down UFC Vegas 76 Marcel. Strickland versus Megamedov, and yeah, I mean, interesting, interesting card. Obviously, um, I, 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 I don't think it's the best fight now. I'll be honest with you, but there are some pretty good fights on it for sure. Um, and the main events, you know, it's a weird fight, but interesting too. I like this card. Joe says, yeah, it's it's okay, Joe. I mean, it's not that I don't think it's the best card, but it, it, this could it could be one that surprises us though. I'll, I'll give it that. What do you think, Marcel? What's your thoughts on this card? I honestly think it's a pretty good card, man, for the Apex. Um... I mean, I've seen less cards. This uh, a lot of fights I'm really interested in. I yeah. think the Benoit Sandini fight against Ismail Bonfim is mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to Bruno Ferreira's second fight against Wurzy Buff. Griffin Morales is a fun one. See how Morales does against a veteran like Griffin. Ismail Gulov Dawson is fun. I think the main event is fun. Lipsky got to a little bit of a replacement, but I still think it's a fun fight. Lee's comeback against Vakradinov. Uh, Santos Rosa. I don't know about that one. Um, and man, Romanov Ivanov is like it's like a super weird placement because UFC loves their heavyweights on the on the main card, and they are like like almost the bottom of the barrel here on, in, on this card. But uh, and Kutatelats is fighting, so I, I think it's overall it's a pretty good card. I'm looking forward to it actually. No, for sure, for sure, Marcel. I, I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, yeah, uh, I, it could be an easy card. Again, there's some fighters I'm, I'm in, interested in. Doing, uh, seeing what they do. Um, Antoine, by the way, I agree with him. The poster's pretty awesome. It's like a, like an old-school boxing poster, like he was saying. They got to do more posters like this. Pato likes the card. Antoine's excited for Kevin. Yeah, Kevin Lee's return. All right, let's get into the card, Marcel. Um, like I said, uh, decent card overall. Um, let's get into the first fight here. We got Elvis Brenner taking on Garam Kutataladze. Uh, I'm surprised Garam is the first fight on the card, to be honest with you. Like, I thought he would be a little bit later in the card. Any I thoughts mean- on that? Yeah, there are like, uh, I've seen three bout orders, UFC stats, ESPN, and That's what UFC. I'm using, by the com. way, guys, UFC stats. So. Yeah, so I, I I have no idea, you know, but um, at, at this moment, yeah, but maybe he, he moves a little bit up, but I think the main card is set. The main card is mm-hmm. like for sure, but maybe yep. he moves up on, on the prelim. I don't know, but uh, hey, that's what it is. We'll see, man. Yeah, yep, no big deal. Either way, we got... Uh, Garam is a huge favorite here, Marcel. Minus 550, Elvis Brenner plus 400. Like, obviously, we're both taking Garam here, guys. It's not a surprise. Like, I, I'm not spoiling anything by telling Marcel's pick. I don't – actually, Marcel, I haven't talked to you about it. How are you picking Garam to win? I think he finishes this guy, to be honest with you, this fight. What do you think? Me too, man. By the way, I really like Elvis. I think he's a fun fighter. Yeah. But if we look really close to his, his debut in the UFC, he got kind of lucky, man. I think uh, he, he shouldn't have won, won that fight, fight dude. No. no. He didn't want to fight. So um, finding Guram. Guram is like kind of like uh, a guy who is like almost touching the top 15, you know. Yeah. Maybe not because he lost his last fight, but still, he's like yep. super legit. He's like, it's it's like the fucking lightweight division, man. It's like 
all, all these guys in the top 30 is pretty much killers, you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, and Guram is one of the guys people don't really like to fight. So, uh, I, I respect Alvis for taking this fight. I know he was supposed to fight uh, someone else on this card. I, I, I forgot who he Jordan was. Jordan Levitt. He was supposed to fight yeah, Jordan he was from, Yeah, but this is a much tougher fight, dude, against Kutatilatsa, I think. So, um, yeah, I pi I'm picking uh, Guram. I mean, we got to pick Guram after the shit we said about uh, against Georgie, like, uh, in, in the last podcast, you know, that we're backing the Georgia fighters. I mean, he, he's, I think, he's the second biggest favorite in the card. So. Yeah, I mean, I, Guram is finishing this one as well. I, I'm yeah, picking I think so TKO. Too. TKO, yep. mm, second round. Maybe ground and pound? First. Like ground yeah, and pound? yeah, ground and pound, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, is anyone going to pick Brenner? I'm not. There's no reason to. Um, you have to, like, fight perfectly, basically, and maybe catch him. I don't think he wins, though. UFC knows for starting for a Gurum fight, they don't want us to wait. Hey, you know what? If that's the case, I'll take it. Yeah, Gurum and Demir was close. So was Gurum and Matos Gurum. Car starts at midnight in Georgia. Oh yeah, that's true. Actually, okay, that's fair. Yeah, we gotta start thinking about that more, man, because it is a global yeah. sport, and like they are starting to do that more. And I've noticed, like Marcel, where they'll try to time it for the people in the other country. Same with those guys from Tajikistan. Like it seems like they, they try to time it where it's not too late in the middle of the night for those dudes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, everyone's taking girl. Obviously, guys, like he's gonna win. The question is, how does he win? Knockout or deci or decision or submission? I I know Brenner has not been finished yet, but I think you know this could be the fight where that happens. So I'm, I'm definitely picking girl. Obviously, and I'll take a bite by finish too. All right, Marcel, we'll go to the next fight here. Uh, we got the heavyweights as Alexander King Kong Romanov takes on Blagoy Ivanov. And, uh, I mean, this fight could really be bad, I think, guys. I think this could be – I think that's why it's so low in the card because I think this fight could be really, really boring. Um, minus 140, Romanov, Blagoy Ivanov, plus 120. Let me give my thoughts, Marcel, if you don't mind. I'll well, yeah, sure fight. thing. Um, I, I like Ivanov as an underdog in this fight. Um, I, I think he'll be able to stop takedowns, and he has some far superior cardio. He's extremely tough. He's a much tougher fighter. He has bigger heart than Romanov. I don't trust Romanov. I don't trust him anymore. If you look at his win streak, okay, he has that win over Delima, which looks really good right now, but the other wins are not impressive at, at all, really, when you think about it, because the Espino fight, Marcel, he got really lucky he won that fight. Um, I don't really think he deserved it. And then he beat Sherman, Vander, and Roki, who are just not good fighters. Steps up against Kibura, can't finish him, gasses out badly. And then against Volkov, holy crap, what was that? Came in way out of shape and got destroyed. Um, how could you trust this guy now? I don't. I mean, listen, it, there's definitely a chance he can come here and, and get the fight to the ground again and then dominate, I guess. But even though it's pretty good, you know, takedown defense overall, I think, in his career, he's one of the guys that's, like, tough to take down. You push him against the fence. He's always in close fights. He's never been finished. Like, Romanov's win condition is a finish. And even though, like, it's almost impossible to finish. Um, I think Ivanov will stuff takedowns after the like, first round might be tough, but after that, I think the cardio is just the heart. Like I trust him more. I know he'll fight for my money hard for 15 minutes and I think he'll win the decision here. So I'm taking Blagoy Ivanov ourselves by decision. I, I like him in this fight. I think he wins a decision as an underdog. What do you think, Ben? <laughs> Can I pick a fucking draw? Um, it could like, be. You want to nah, pick a draw? Nah, nah, nah I'm not going to pick a draw. <laughs> um, I feel like Romanov, man. I mean, he really got devastated. I feel like after that Tibura loss, you know, because he was like, yeah. uh, he looks, he looked in shape. He lost that one. I, I think that was at uh, that was in Salt Lake City, right? Where yeah, it's like cardio yeah. is, or the elevation, uh, makes it hard. yeah. But but then he went back to his old weight, like super old, oh. almost heavyweight limit, and he looked bad against Volkov, dude. Um, 
I, I yeah, I'm actually agreeing with Through here. You know, he's like, I have to see the weigh-ins. I have to see the weigh-ins as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning even. I'm leaning even off right now. I think he wins the decision. But uh, man, I got to see the weigh-ins first as well. But my first lean is now even off, and that's because I'm fading Romanov at this moment. So that's yeah. the, me too. But like, I do you think that's a decent matchup for Ivanov? Like I, again, mm. I we know he can go 15 minutes. We know he's got like one of the best chains in the division. Um, I don't. I think he's been submitted what one time, maybe by Volk. Was it by Volkov? I think in 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 um, Bellator. Is that the only time? Maybe double check. Which would be funny because they both lost to Volkov. I know that because um, he fought him in the Bellator tournament years ago. By the way, PFL keeps saying like we're the you know we have the tournaments. It's like Bellator and UFC have done tournaments. Like come on guys. Yeah, he lost to Volkov by submission in 2014. That's the only time he's been finished in his whole career. He's had 24 fights and that's the only time. And again, Rowanov's. Finish, like his win conditioning, it's a finish. Like that's the thing, right? Hmm. All I think all Romanov wins are by finish, except for the one against uh, Espino, right? Which was a technical decision. They double check that. Um, yeah, that's the only time he's ever won a decision. So I don't trust him to go fifteen hundred minutes. Uh, I, I'm, I'm taking even on his dog. All right, uh, a true. Yeah, no, it was bad. It was bad. Like. <sighs> It, it, you're right. I mean, he could get finished potentially as well if he doesn't come in in shape again. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he comes in in shape and, and he's able to get the fight to the ground, dominate there. But I don't know, man. I, I I don't think so. Anyways. All right. Let's go to, yeah, Romanov. Uh, Romanov. Um, I think I say Ivanov. But, yeah, Romanov. Uh, I just checked his Instagram out. I don't know. Like, I, I just don't trust his his, uh, his conditioning that much. I know Ivanov changed camps. Cole did an interview with him. I don't know if you saw that. He changed his camps. He was at AKA. Mm -hmm. Can't remember where he's at now, but he's changed camps. So that's interesting. If there's just Romanov pre Tabur, I would oh of course. I mean, probably I would be too, because at that point he looked yeah. unstoppable, but he got exposed so bad in the last two fights. I think he's been exposed. I, I think the I think it would be a big favorite if this was like pre Tabura Romanov. Probably, but he got fraud checked. You know, yeah. it happens in the sport. Right? We see it all the time. We saw it with Trevor Peak last week too. All right, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. Um, this is a short notice fight and Joe Anderson Brito uh, is the biggest favorite on the card. He is a massive favorite here, guys. Minus 850 against Weston Wilson. And I don't really know why Weston's in the UFC. He's not a UFC caliber fighter. Um, this is an absolutely one-sided fight I've ever seen one in the UFC. The line might go up. I could see it being like minus 1,000, to be honest with you. I think it's going to go up. Uh, Marcel, I mean, it's not, again, not a spoiler. I, I know you're picking Joe Anderson Brito. I'm going to pick him probably, you know, Weston Wilson, let me double check how many times he finished. He yeah. knocked out once and submitted four times. Okay. Maybe he gets the, submitted here. The bad thing for Weston Wilson is as well that Joe Anderson Brito is a fast, fast starter, you know? Mm -hmm. He always comes out aggressive. I think he tags him and he puts him away, man. I, I think Brito wins. I think he knocks him out or TKOs him on the ground or yeah. knocks him down and submits him. But I think Joe Anderson Brito wins in the first round. He absolutely wins this fight. I mean, this is about, yeah. I mean, if he loses, holy crap, that would be really bad. He was supposed to fight uh, Hussein Averskov or whatever, and Ask he would have won that fight too. Askarov. He would have won that fight too, in my opinion. But, like, guys, look at his last five fights. He beat Lucas Alexander. Like, he just, that guy's not great, but he dominated. Feely. Beat Andre Feely in 41 seconds, which is impressive. Algeo fight was, I think, pretty competitive, but lost. He did well in the first round, but I think he gassed in the later rounds. But the thing is, like, yeah. With the, the, you know what really is stupid? He won against uh, against Philly. He won against Lucas Alexander, and yeah. then they gave him fucking Ashkabov, who he was yeah, supposed to fight in the Contender series. I, I don't understand it. Also, by the way, he, these other two wins look a lot better, don't they? From twenty twenty one and twenty nineteen, 
2021, he beat Diego Lopez on Contender Series. Yeah. And 2019, he knocked out Chepe Mariscal in 44 seconds. So he has fucking power if he can knock out Mariscal, who has a good chin. So, as we saw. <laughs> Although, I, I didn't think he did, but he does. Um, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe it's a knockout. I was thinking submission because Weston's been submitted four times, but maybe this awesome. is just a fight where Joe Anderson goes in there and gets absolutely destroyed by the knockout. Yeah, it's definitely winning the fight. Oh, if I was a, a extreme couture, I like that. I like that move. That's great. I mean, that's awesome. Fraud check. Yeah, it's all. I didn't. I didn't create this one. This is what I've seen on Twitter, and I like it. They're trying to get Weston killed. I mean, listen, no one wants to fight this guy on short notice. This guy's like, all right, I'm gonna get in the UFC. I'm gonna get my my. Maybe he's gonna get twelve and twelve. I don't know. Maybe better than what he's making in XMMA, probably. But uh, yeah, I mean, this guy shouldn't be in the UFC. Let's be honest. Say Wonder Boy got Weston as a contract. What? Oh, it's his. It's his guy. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, Wonder Boy uh, was there with the contract uh, when he signed the contract. So right on. To be fair, Tabir dominates Spivak. Look at Spivak. Yeah, it's true. That's true. I think Jurassic could push. We we too talented. Yeah, he's he's really good. Fifty minutes fame for for who? Uh, Weston Wilson. <laughs> I don't think he's going to last fifty minutes. <laughs> Anyways, I could. Or you're talking with someone else, Trey. I can't remember. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We have uh, the women uh, as uh, Luana Carolina returns to the octagon against Ivana Petrovich, and she's making her UFC debut here. And the odds for this fight have Petrovich, uh, or it says Ivana Sirich. I, 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 what is UFC stats saying? What are they saying? Petrovich. Petrovich I'll use that. No. Yeah. Um, minus uh, 225, and Luana Carolina plus 190. I actually want to hear your thoughts on this fight. What do you think about this one? Because she's making her debut. Do you know much about her? Have you watched her fights? Give me your thoughts. Yeah, Petrovic is coming from RSFC, right? Uh, I also think uh, she's she's like uh, I think she she uh, represents Norway, man. I'm not sure, but um, what I've seen from her, she looks decent. You know, she looks decent. And I mean, if you look at Luana Carolina, it's like yeah. I mean, she she had a good fight against Godinez, but Godinez is a one one fifteen or another one twenty five er. She got a split decision over Botello. And she got a win over Casuera, which look a little bit better now. I think how Casuera is doing as of lately in the UFC, besides missing weight. But I mean, uh, Luana Carolina is like, I, I won't say she's bad, but she, she's not really good. You know what I mean? She's pretty basic in what she does. I feel, uh, dude, she got knocked out by Molly McCann. Uh, split decision against Wood, which could have gone her way. I think it was super close. Um, Petrovic. The thing is with the new with those newcomers. It's always these those octagon jitters, you know. It's yeah. always like, do can they perform as they perform outside of the UFC? And there are high high. It's pretty much she, she got the hype behind her, man. She 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 looks pretty good. She has a good record. She's undefeated. Um, yeah, what what I'm gonna say here? I I think Petrovic wins. I think it will be a decision win. I don't think it will be a finish win. Uh, but I'm not gonna pick Luana Carolina here. Um, yeah, I'm 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 picking Petrovic, but I'm not sure. This one's tricky. I'll be honest. Like I, at first, I'm like, oh, I'm definitely gonna fade Carolina. I'm picking this girl, like without even doing the research, without watching her fight. That was my initial thought. Hmm. I watched her fights. They're on Fight Pass, maybe on YouTube too. I watched yeah. her fights. I wasn't super impressed, Marcel. I got to be honest. I wasn't super impressed. Um, she won all the fights, so I'll give her that. But there's she was taken down in some of these fights and held in guard. Her striking didn't look amazing to me. She's more of a fighter that's going to win on the ground. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe she goes out there and dominates. Like, the UFC's giving her a fight. She can win. There's no doubt with Carolina. But at the same time, Carolina has six UFC fights. She's 3-3, three and three and she's been really competitive in all the fights except for McCann, really. 
Like a lot of these fights have gone to split decisions and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, this one looks this is a little tricky. I think it's I think it's more difficult than it looks, guys. Personally, uh, after watching the fights, because I wasn't super impressed. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe other people seem uh, you know more than me. But she's only like a minus two hundred favorite against someone that people do not respect to Carolina very much. So that shows you the odds makers aren't that impressed either, um, and people betting on it aren't really either. She could win the fight, Marcel, for sure. She's undefeated prospect, but I can't believe I can't believe I'm actually even picking her. I'm going to take Carolina by decision. I, I plus two hundred. I, I think there's a better chance that that those odds indicate that she'll win the fight. So again, not super confident pick here, but. I think this fight's a lot closer than I was just saying personally, and I'll take care of my decision. I'm, but, man, <laughs> I'm not impressed with really her at all. It's just that the other girl, I wasn't blown away. I just wasn't, and I'll, tr- I'll trust someone that's in the UFC more than someone that's been fighting. You know, it's a pretty bad opposition, I think. Um, not not bad, but not the greatest. You know, some of the girls she was fighting in, um, in uh, uh, what's it called, Aris, like, they weren't the best opponents, you know, like, people with not much experience. The last fight was her, probably her best win, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, Marcel, I'm just not that impressed, so, Carolina, I think Carolina, you know, she's not a great fighter, guys, but, you know, again, the experience, and I have, I saw, I actually, I saw Paul said he saw her fight Wood. Listen, it wasn't a great fight, but she still somehow made this split decision, she makes it close, man. I saw her fight Priscilla Cachoeira in Brazil four years ago. She she beat up Priscilla pretty good. So she's definitely got the striking, and she has decent takedown defense as well against Lupita. So, again, I, I hate making arguments for these dogs that I don't really like, but I, I just I can't pass it up either. So I'll take Carolina by decision as an underdog. Car- there we go, Marcel. Carolina always reminds me of Jada Pinkett with hair. Kind of looks like her. Yeah, like a little bit, right? For sure. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. But, uh, yeah, I, I think we might see a, a dog. Mark in that one. All right, guys, let's uh, go to the next fight here. Oh, yeah, Paul, he's talking about the Lipsky. Uh, that was, I mean, that was unbelievable, right? I'm oh, sorry, yeah. I talked about like fights there one time. I forgot about that fight, obviously. I, the crazy thing is, I bet on Lipsky in that fight. I thought she would knock her out and she submitted her with the knee bar. It was awesome. So that was great. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We got Giannis Santos versus Carol Hosa. Oh, man. Is this is this the fight where if you have to, you know, use the, the washroom, is this the fight to go? You mean if I have to take a shit? Yeah, this is the fight. Well, I, I'm trying to say it nicer, but is this, is this the fight you're going to go? Yeah, so, definitely. I mean, I I just don't think this is, it plays out like an exciting fight. We have odds, by the way, Carol Hosa. I think she took the fight on short notice for Macy uh, Chieson. Yeah. Against Yana. Oh, by the way, it's a featherweight fight, right? With yeah, it's, it's not one. It's not not one forty-five. It was one thirty-five first. <laughs> a division where we have a champion that gave up her belt and retired. We still have fights going on. Well, that's yeah. so crazy. Anyways, it was short notice, so at least that happened. But yeah, minus uh, one fifty five for Rose Hosa, plus one thirty five for Giannis Santos. Do, do, do you yeah. smell that? What does this smell like? The smell of split decision. You think so? Yeah. It could be. Typical. I think you know what. There's actually three women's fights in this card, guys. I think yeah. all of them are going to be competitive. Anyways, yeah. give me your thoughts on this one. Give me your thoughts. I don't want to. Um, yeah, it's like. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. Yeah, Yana Santos, she lost her last two fights. Um, and, and the fight she actually won, like the Caitlin Vieira fight, I don't think she actually won that fight, in my opinion, if I can if I can uh, remember correctly, man. Um, Carol Rosa, uh, she she looked good in the beginning of the UFC, and then she fought Sarah McMahon, and then she got fraud checked, like you said that. Um, so it's like two girls... Well, I don't. I don't dislike them. Don't get me wrong, but I don't see them making any waves. And I want to say the division was fucking one forty-five. Um, 
split decision, Yana Santos. I have no idea, dude. Um, this, is fight, I, 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 this is a fight. This is a fight. Yeah, this fight is... Uh, <laughs> it's pointless, it's fight. and I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, this is um, not... Not, it's not a fight that I think is going to be very exciting. I'll just say that. Um, I mean, I'm leaning towards Hosa by decision, Marcel, but, like, she's not that impressive either, man. Like, neither one really is. Um, I think Hosa has an advantage on the striking, though. I will say that. Whereas Yana, like, I don't really know what she does well. I'll be honest with you. Like, what is she good at? Like, her takedown defense is terrible. She's often on her back in these fights. Like, Holly Holmes completely wrestling her on the feet. You know, not the best striker. Like, the fight with Vera, how did she even win? She was just more active off the bottom. Is that how she won the fight? Like, it's just not super impressive. Like, I mean, but it, 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 she could still grind it out somehow. She could grind this out somehow, really. What are you I, pick, I pick Yana because she looks like the Russian sister of Gwen Stefani. But, I mean, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I, I mean, I have no idea, dude. This is like, a, this is like a really a matchup. Why? I mean, I, I don't see anything. Why this we this? I'm done. Paycheck. A paycheck. I'm yeah, done. exactly. That's what Antoine's saying. Exactly, Antoine. I, I I didn't see your comment before I said that. By the way, that's crazy. Possible to bet the fight any split? Yes, you can definitely bet. Uh, you can bet the fight goes split decision. Yeah, I believe you can. I did that once for a fight. It was a oh, Jocelyn Edwards and Ji Young Kim, and it was like plus eight hundred. The fight going by split decision. I had like a boat, like a free bet, and I used it on that, which was great. This fight is blowing um, my mood, man. Come, just give your. Right. But Paul said, like her, her misses. I'm going to see her misses. Denise Gomes fighting out, uh, fighting Greggy. um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a great fight. Yeah, fighting out the contracts, probably. I mean, most likely. All right, will the next fight here. What was your pick, Rosa, right? Rosa by, de by yeah. decision. Yeah, I mean, I think it goes the distance. All yeah. right, next fight, we got Kevin Lee against Renat Fakradinov. Fight buried on the prelims that I think should be on the main card, but whatever. Um, Renat is minus 190, Lee plus 165. I mean, Marcel, like, I know Kevin Lee's obviously got a lot of experience in the UFC. He's a good fighter. He really shouldn't have been cut when you think about it. Like, I know he had some issues with, uh, like, USADA, if I'm not mistaken. But he's back now. He had that win over Diego Sanchez in the Eagle FC, um, you know, where he didn't look great in that fight, honestly. He was a huge favorite, didn't look great because he got injured, if I'm not mistaken. But he's a guy who should be in the UFC. I think we can all agree on that. I just don't know what I'm going to get with him anymore, though. And, like, he's lost four or five again to elite competition. So it's hard, or mostly elite. Um, it's hard to really know where he's at. But then, like, the thing is, like, regardless, Renat's 20 and one, and he's on this huge win streak, and he's looked amazing in the UFC. He had two dominant wins. Didn't finish the guys, but just dominant. 13 minutes of control against Andreas Michalides and against uh Brian Battle, 14 minutes of control. So in two fights, the 30 minutes, he has 27 minutes of control time. I mean, the guy's a fucking great wrestler, there's no doubt about it. I think his striking, I'd like to see it more in this fight if I could, but the wrestling's great. Uh I think he wins, Marcel. You know, maybe it's a more tricky fight than what we think. I don't or that I think. I should say, but I think he'll grind out a decision here. What do you think, man? I think why the hell you take Kevin Lee back and give him Renat Fakradinov? That's what so I think. So weird, right? Isn't it's it bizarre? Like, yeah, it's like they want to like uh, want to use him as a stepping stone. I feel that way. Got a big um, name, though. Yeah, I mean Kevin Lee is a well-known name in MMA, so I mean, yeah. Um, 
yeah, I, I, listen, man, unless he can stop Renat from taking him down, and that's really weird because Kevin Lee normally likes to take people down, but unless he can stop Renat from taking him down, he's going to lose the fight, I think, and I think it will be a decision win for Renat here. I think that's the most, most um, probably very most popular opinion I think most people have, but uh, yeah, so, uh, and Renat, don't forget, he's kind of a big 170 fighter. He, he fought at 185 before, you know, he's cutting to 170. I know actually that uh, he specifically wanted to go to 170 and remember kevin was actually it's actually like an in-betweener or 155 or 170 in between right, so right. yeah I, i'm picking renat here to win by decision I, I feel like the odds could be higher here personally he's minus 190 like you look at uh, ivana petrovich is minus 225 i'd much rather put my money on renat at least i know yeah. what i'm getting with him you know i think he wins the fight and again kevin lee's a, a very experienced guy he's a good fighter but i don't think he wins this fight guys i'm with workers too you know it's at 170 um, he really should go down to 155 if he can, but this is a big weight cut for him, there's no doubt. Kevin Lee likes the matchups where he signed the fight on DV with Sean Brady. That was supposed to happen at one point? I can't. Oh, yeah, last year or two years ago, right? I guess. Mm-hmm. And then D Rod took over, I think, if, that, if I'm not mistaken. Craig, where's do you could be booked being a high level fight? Prepare, what, Diego Sanchez? <laughs> That's funny. Hi, and Renat. Uh, well, everyone's on Gary, Jack, Morales, Hytran. I think Renat beats all three. Maybe. I mean, his wrestling's dominant. Like, Brian Battle, like, he's a. Pretty good striker, obviously, and a pretty good prospect, and he got dominated. So, yeah. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, Marcel. We have the first fight on the main card. Bruno Ferreira. He was supposed to fight Abdul Razak Al-San. The fight's different now. Um, we have a short-nosed opponent here, Marcel. And this guy's name is a little tricky to pronounce. I think it's Nursultan Ruzabov, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so the odds for this one are actually out. I think they came out, like, when – yeah, today – Minus 150 on Bruno, plus 110 on, on Neuro, Neuro Sultan. Um, give, me your, give me your thoughts because I'll be honest, this is the first time I heard this guy last week. I hadn't heard of him. He's on this, like, you know, he's, all these finishes and stuff, gets crazy record, but I don't know much about him. So, get, well, I do now, but what, what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, man, the funny thing is he's almost having thoughts for one and a half year, you know. Um, I know he's been, uh, I think he's relocated to the U.S. I think he's training yep. with uh, Renzo Gracie Philly. He trained with yep. uh, Andre Petrovsky, who was yep. very high on him. Um, he got some good wins on his record as well, some, man. The, the Manev win is good. Uh, the Resnikov win is really good, who is really good in ACA. The funny thing is, likely... His first two wins in MMA years ago against uh, Fanal Rafikov and uh, Kiamrian Abasov are one of his best two wins on his record. You know, the, I mean, Abasov became uh, the one championship uh, champion, uh, I think, a year ago or more than a year ago. And Fanil Rafikov has, has also a pretty good MMA uh, career at uh, in, in, in Akhmat, I remember. So... Man, this guy has so much fights, man. I mean, how many times it happens when a guy with almost 45 fights making his debut in the UFC? I mean, and he's still under 30. So, um, yeah, he's fighting Bruno Ferreira. Uh, Ferreira looked good. Uh, I mean, did he look good in his debut? He knocked Rodriguez out, but I think before that, Rodriguez looked good, but he he got starched. You know, he knocked him out. So, great debut there. Uh, Also starched Leon Aliou before that. It's difficult, man. Um... It's really difficult, actually, because I think Bruno Ferreira is a fun fighter, but I feel like Bruno Ferreira has to has to uh, has to finish early to uh, to to get the win here. That's what I think. I think Ruzi is uh, uh, has a little bit of a longer thing to go. Um, man, 
I, I'm taking Norselton, dude. I think Norselton wins, but it's a difficult one to pick. I, I'm not sure how I how he's gonna win. He, he also finishes a lot, so I definitely have to go by finish. Both guys are really finishers. Um, I think I'm going with Norselton with a knockout in the second round. That's what I do. <laughs> I mean, it's, this is tricky because like this guy has a you know great record on paper, but like. Hmm. I haven't really heard of many of the people he's fought either, to be honest with you, Marcel. Like, they have decent records. I've watched a few of his fights. I mean, I, I think he's decent, Like, but at the same time, I wonder, like, why was he never signed if he had such an amazing record? Like, why did it take so long? Like, it had to be a short notice fight. It's a little weird. Um, it's just hard. Bruno also kind of, like, I, I didn't think he'd beat uh, Gregory Rodriguez, but looking back now, he's like a chitty guy, and he's got a ton of knockout power. There was always probably going to be, like, the, the right side there. So that was a bad read by me in the last fight. A lot of knockout power from this guy, man. A lot of uh, finishes. Even some finishes on the ground, too. Um, and he, he does have a UFC fight to his belt. He has the contender fight, too. Whereas the other guy, again, I, this, the level of competition really worries me a little bit here, guys, heading into this one. Um, I do like the fact he's obviously relocated and training with a really good camp. Those guys, the Dale Gracie guys, I think they're all really good. They're all on fire, really. The last couple of years, they've been winning. But uh, I don't know, man. Short notice. Um, I, I, I don't think I can pick this dude, to be honest with you. Um yeah, I, I, I mean, maybe he's going to have a great fight. The line's super close, but I just don't know. I'm leaning towards Fajay or Marcel, probably knockout, but I, I don't know. We'll have to see. This is kind of a tricky fight. It's not a fight I would bet on. I wouldn't bet on this fight. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think it goes three rounds, right? Like, I, I, I think nah, the same thing. No, I'd be surprised. The way, the way these two guys fight, yeah, no way. I kind of agree, Glenn. I, I, I'm not super impressed by level competition, but, you know, the, the guy's record's great. I mean, there's no doubt. I, I'm, I'm with you, True. I really have no idea how good he is. I think Bruno would have the potential to cut down. 5'10", yeah. He's just built like a Hulk. I think it's his nickname, isn't it? The Hulk? Yeah, Hulk. I mean, he looks like the Hulk. He's a beast. No doubt about it. You saw that against uh, Gregory Rodriguez. Uh, last fight, they fights ended in round one. Yeah, I mean, uh, again... Bruno's have ended all early too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, both guys do not really see the second round very often. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We have uh, – all right, this is a good one too, Marcel. I think you, you even mentioned this is one of your favorite fights in the card. Lightweight division, guys. we got Ismail Bonfim against Benoit Saint-Denis. And this is a fun fight, man. I like this one. we got Ismail Bonfim, minus 310. Plus 260 on Benoit Saint-Denis. So what do you think about that? Wide odds on Bonfim. He had a great debut against uh, Terrence McKinney, knocking him out. Um, or, yeah, finished him, right? Was it a knockout? I think it was a flying knee. If I yeah, flying knee. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was fucking brutal. So what do you think about this guy? I mean, he's impressive, but, man, we know how tough uh, Benoit Saint-Denis is, too. So give me your thoughts. That's a fun fight, man. That's actually my pick for fight of the night on this card. You know, uh, I think this is a really good one, Benoit Saint-Denis. Um, he came in the UFC on short notice against Elizio Zaleski dos Santos. Uh, got absolutely demolished in that fight. So referee should have stopped the fight. Didn't stop the fight. Um, was uh, was at welterweight. He is actually weight class lightweight. Went to lightweight after that. Looked good against Niklas Stolze. Uh, got the win submission in the second round. And then the Gabriel Miranda fight. I think he struggled a little bit in that fight, man, in the first round. But he came back and he knocked him out in the second round. So it was really good. Um, Ismail Bonfim, uh, one of the Bonfim brothers. I think he's the older one, right? Um, got in for the contender series. He won against Abbasov, which I already thought was a really good win back then, you know. 
And uh, then against Terrence McKinney, I think we both picked Bonfim to beat Terrence McKinney, but I think we both didn't pick him by flying knee knockout. Um, yeah, this is a fun one, man. I th I think this is going to be a very fun fight. Um, and I think at the end of the day, Bonfim wins the decision. Yeah, I mean, this is a fun fight. This is a fun fight, guys. Um, Bonfim has looked outstanding. There's no doubt about it. He's looked absolutely outstanding. The fight with McKinney was just ridiculous and then the fight on contender series uh, Nariman and Abasov that fight was yeah. amazing too I mean they don't yeah, give fight night bonuses on that but that guy has a great record he should be in the UFC he's 29-4 I think he'll get in the UFC eventually don't you think wouldn't you imagine yeah yeah he should yeah he's good um I mean what else can you say this guy's been nothing but impressive you know he has lost early in his career he's actually been the thing is he's been a pro since 2011 so he's been fighting since he was 15 years old which is insane or 16 insane he, he fought Hanato Bocanio jungle fight almost 10 years ago Marcel how crazy is that it's insane hasn't lost since then that was his last loss in 2014 you know had some nice performances again coming out of Brazil you never really know him but then goes to LFA looks great looks good tender series looks amazing and then has one of the best UFC debuts you'll ever see so it's really hard to pick against this guy because he's looked outstanding having said that Benoit is a pretty damn good fighter, man. He's looked outstanding, too, I think, in UFC. You know, the last two wins by stoppage. And then the fight with uh, Zaleski, uh, I mean, it was a horrible matchup for him. He got destroyed. The referee really screwed him. He took a lot of damage. But just the fact he was able to survive, it's insane. Um, yeah, man, I think Benoit's got, a, got an absolutely got a chance in this fight. I think Israel's being uh, a little bit overvalued here um, in the spot. Minus 310. I don't love those odds. I'm going to pick him to win like you because... I'm nothing but impressed by the guy. How do you not pick him? But I also think that, you know, Benoit could win this fight too. Um, I think it's probably going to be going the distance because Benoit's so tough. I'll, I'll lean towards um, uh, Bonfi by decision. That's my, that's my lean. And I think you said but, the same thing, right? Yeah, by the way, man, I uh, recently uh, I, I was checking Benoit Sendini's record. I actually saw that I was in attendance for a second fight in Belgium against Arthur Sipaniak, where he won the belt and stared on SC. <laughs> That's wild. By the way, yeah. there's a lot of people in the chat that like Benoit here. Look, Paul thinks the odds are I agree the odds are wide. He's good, likes him. Grateful Dead likes him. I mean, the people like him. True says, uh, bumping too quick. Probably. Yeah, I think the stand-ups, I think he's not superior. But, like, again, Benoit is super tough. And on the ground, he's good too, right? Yeah. So, um, it's a good fight. It's a great fight. Nariman would beat Chepe Peak. Oh, yeah. Nariman beats Peak probably. And again, people are going to look to fade Peak after that last fight, especially. All right, Marcel, we go to the, the women's fights again. We got Ariane Lipsky taking on Melissa Gatto in a women's flyway boat. Uh, where's the odds oh, here? Um, fun fight, Marcel, at 125 pounds. Odds for this one Melissa Gatto minus 210. Ariane Lipsky plus 180. What do you think about those odds? I mean, I, I think it's a little high. What do you think here, man? That's crazy. You know, definitely if you take in consideration how good Lipsky looked against JJ Aldrich. She looked great. Yeah, that was I mean, she looked great in more ways than one, let's be honest. But. She, that was her best complete performance in the UFC so far, man. I mean, yeah, yeah of course she subbed Luana Carolina, but this was like, she, that was like, that was my most sure pick of the card that Aldrich was going to win against Lipsky, and Lipsky looked way better. Uh, Gato only lost to uh, Cortez in the UFC. It was a competitive fight, I remember. I think Cortez won deservedly. Um, <clears throat> before that, wins over Victoria Leonardo, but who doesn't? And uh, Sajara Eubanks, uh, which was also a good win. Um, 
man, she also got a win over Kara Rosa, right, before she came to the UFC, but she was on a two-year suspension before that. After that, I think. I don't know. Um, yep. I kind of kind of lean Lipsky a little bit, man, but I'm not sure. I'd say this will be another close fight. Split decision for Lipsky, but Kato is not bad, you know. She's not bad at all, and uh, she can win this fight as well. I, I, I kind of still favor Lipsky. But uh, maybe it's a little bit recency bias. I don't know. But I'm favoring Lipsky here. I mean, I think the odds are ridiculous. How is she plus 180? I don't understand. Like, she's she hasn't looked great in the UFC overall. I get that. No. And we've picked against her. We've got some of her fights wrong, and we've got some of them right. I didn't think she beat JJ Aldridge. And JJ's a good fighter. Remember, she gave Aaron Blanchfield trouble in that fight, right? Yeah. That was Lipsky's best fight. She looked outstanding. Um, I still don't, you know, trust the durability. She's been finished, obviously. Um, been knocked out a few times. Grounded, pounded. But... That last fight was so outstanding, man. Like, I think she's on the trajectory up again. You know the UFC's always liked her. I mean, who doesn't, right? She's very marketable. Imagine she could become a contender. The UFC would love that, obviously. You know, Gato also, pretty good prospect. Um, kind of, I went back and watched, because like, she hasn't fought in a while, so kind of, not that I forgot, you know, about her, but I want to watch the fights again. So, against Victoria Leonardo, like, she did okay, but, like, Victoria in the second round was wrestling, out-wrestling her. Tracy Cortez beat her by out-wrestling her, so she has an issue there. Eubanks fight, she she got the nice finish, but Eubanks, you know, is a kind of a damaged goods at this point too. Those weight cuts, you know. Overall, I mean, her ground game is like submission game is decent, I guess. Like the stamps okay, it's just okay. Like I think mm-hmm. Lipsky's the better striker, I really do. Um, and it's not like again the body kick knockout was beautiful. I, I'll give her that, but like she's not really knockout artist uh, Gato. She's not really like that kind of fighter. Um, she's that. I think her best chance to win would be to, to grapple here, but. Uh, I don't know, Marcel, plus 180. How do you not take a Sean Lipsky here? Like, why is this line so wide? I don't really, I don't get it. I was looking at it the other day, it was, it was closer. It opened at minus 150, Gato. So a lot of money's coming in on Gato. I don't really agree with it. I'm going to take Lipsky for the upset, man. Take her by decision. I'm with you, Marcel. I'm with you on this one, man. Um, we had, it was crazy. All three of the fights, we were, I know. We had, okay, this is a consensus dog here. Ariane Lipsky, plus 180 is a consensus dog. But earlier, I took uh, Carolina, and he took um, uh, Santos. So we've taken the dogs in all three of the fights when you think about it, in the women's fights. And we know that women's fights are often competitive. There's yeah. less finishes. Um, yeah. I, 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 Marcel, honestly, I can't. I don't think I could pass up with get plus 180. I just can't. Yeah. Like, this fight's very, very, very close, in my opinion. Um, it, this could have been a model. I mean, there's no doubt, man. She is, yeah. She's uh, you, know, you know what I like about Lipsky, man? Lipsky looks good. But she's also nice, and she's not over the top like some of these women's like mm, the whole damn time. She's just like she fights. She knows she looks good, but she's not like uh, so upfront about it. You know what I mean? That's uh, I, that's what I like about Lipsky. She she just acts normal, you know. Yeah, I know she's cool. Like uh, James is decent interview. Shara Bold's first one. I mean, who's that? That's like Russian guy. I can't remember. Yeah, it's the guy with the with like the like the ten percent side uh, side in his in his left or right eye. Fair enough. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We got Max Griffin taking on Michael Morales in the welterweight division. We got uh, Michael Morales minus 240. Max Griffin plus 205. I'll start with this one, Marcel. I mean, mm-hmm. again, it's one of those situations where I'm just so high on this guy. Like, I think Morales is a really good prospect. 14-0, finishing power, um, some some grappling too. I don't think he's, like, perfect. I mean, we saw Adam Fugit have some you know success with him. Even Trevor Giles did in his fight, but the guy still gets the job done, and he's undefeated, and it's just really hard to pick against him. But Having said that, again, I, I think he's being overvalued here a bit at minus 240 personally because I think Max Griffin is going to give him a hard to fight, man. 
Max is a tough dude. He's been around a long time now. Tons of experience. The problem is he loses a lot, right? If you look at his record in the UFC, what is it? Four, five, six, seven. Seven and seven. I mean, he's basically like he's a 500 fighter, right? But he'll always fight for your money. He'll fight hard 15 minutes. So it's kind of tricky to bet against him. He's won four of his last five fights. and lost Neil Magny, dropped Neil Magny in that fight, arguably won that fight. Um, could be in a five-fight win streak, you know, easily. So he's a, he's a, he's a live dog here, in my opinion, Marcel, because I think potentially he could take a path of wrestling here against this guy who's kind of untested, I think, a little bit. Um, I, again, I'm going to pick Morales because I've been nothing to impress. And it's just so hard when you're picking a guy constantly who's winning to get off the wagon. But I do think this is a fight where the dog can win. So I'll take Morales. I guess, I, I guess I'll have to take him by knockout. I think decision is also possible, either of those. But I wouldn't be surprised if Max uses wrestling in one decision here. What do you think, man? I think Max will start well in the fight. Uh, I think he... Uh... Uh, I see him likely winning the first round against Morales, you know, but I think Morales goes back and he finishes him late in the third round. That's what I think will happen. So I'm big, I'm with you with Morales pick here, but I wouldn't be surprised either if Max Griffin wins. I think, uh, I think this is a typical like a veteran against a prospect fight, you know, and it's always difficult, you know. And uh, Max Griffin is the kind of guy who can make it competitive with almost everybody, but like you said, I was a seven or seven record in the UFC. Um, yeah, I think he will make it difficult for him, but I think Morales uh, pull through. I agree. So we'll take that. And by the way, uh, someone was, Paul was asking who the judge in the means Griffin Fire means was like shaking his head. It was Eric Cologne. That was the judge. He was like, "Wow, how did you give me the fight?" Because he definitely didn't win that fight. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We have co-main event. This is uh, this is this is my pick for fight of the night. Grant Dawson against Demirius Magulov. I think this fight's gonna be outstanding. Um, odds for this were extremely close. We have Demir minus one thirty. Grant plus 110. Give me your thoughts on this fight, Marcel. You think it's going to be as exciting as I think? Because I think it's going to be a really good fight. What do you think, man? I, I honestly think, like, it's, I think both guys are really good, you know. But I'm not going to pick against Damir, dude. I'm not going to do it. I know Armin beat him by controlling him, but I feel like Damir can do that to Grant Dawson. You know what I mean? And uh, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. But, man, I'm I'm picking Damir here. And, uh I think uh, Dawson will do his best, but I think Demir is a little bit too much right now. I think Demir is a guy, kind of guy that should be higher in the division. You know, he he, he lost to Armin, but he's really good. You know what I mean? And uh, I think he wins. I think he was a decision. I think he was a clear decision. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I think it's super close. <laughs> I think it's really close, man. The more I think about this fight, Dawson's a good fighter. He hasn't lost yet in the UFC, guys. I know the Ricky Glenn fight was not his best performance, but he still pulled a dry out, draw out. He's looked pretty great overall, man. His, uh, he's finished most of his fights. Um, he's fantastic on the ground. I think the striking is improving a bit. He knocked down Mark Madsen in his last fight, which was nice to see. Trains an American top team now. Great gym. Um, he's looked outstanding since going there. So uh, there's a lot to like about Grant Dawson. And he is uh, the younger fighter in this fight as well. Um, but then again, like you said, Demir is the you know great in the UFC. Uh, even against Armin, I know he lost the fight, but you know Armin's a guy that f- dominates people and finishes them. He wasn't able to finish this guy, so he's super tough. Um, he's just looked really good in the UFC for the most part. I I do think that Dawson's got a chance though, so I probably will stay away from this one, Marcel, most likely. But I guess if I had to pick, it would be Demir by decision. I just think it's going to be super close. I think it's going to be back and forth. Could be a split decision. I could see Grant pulling it off. He's got some untapped potential, but uh, Demir is a really good fighter, man. And other than the last fight, he's looked great. So I'll, I'll pick him by decision. I'm with you on this one. 
Dawson round three against Clem was horrific. It was bad. But the thing is, again, he's that American top team now, right? So it's a it's a really good camp. Dawson the Lake Humper is going to hump. He might. He might win by decision. That's what I'm saying, Marcel. I, I think it's possible. There's a few fights this card. Like I said, Griffin could out, out grapple. Like there's a few fights where bon, um, Ben Wasantini maybe could if the other guy gasses. Like you never know, really. There's a few fights like that. Uh, Demir by decision. Yeah, he, he does need to be careful at the beginning of his back. You're right about that. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, guys. Main event. We have Sean Strickland taking on Abus Magomedov. And kind of a controversial booking. A lot of people think that uh, Abus does not deserve the fight. Having said that, I mean, they, he has a lot of experience, right? His record, they're right, almost, the records are almost identical. 26-5 for Strickland, 25-4-1 for Abus. So I think based on that, it's an interesting fight. And here's the thing. If Abus wins, you have a brand new contender for Izzy. So it's like, it's kind of a win-win for UFC. And if Strickland wins, he hasn't fought Izzy yet. He can maybe win one more fight and get there. So maybe even this one. Maybe if he has a great performance, Marcel, he could be the next guy to fight Izzy. Like, I doubt it, but you never know, especially if, like, just say Whitaker and Duplessis are war and they can't fight in, in September, right? Maybe Strickland steps up. I'm just saying it's possible. Anyways, odds for this one. Minus 170, Strickland. Plus 140, eight, uh, a boost. Marcel, give me your pick, man, for the main event of UFC Vegas 76. The problem with Sean Strickland is you never know how he's going to fight <laughs> certain fighters, you know? Uh, he, he went toe-to-toe with Pereira. Which he shouldn't have done, uh, but he's he's super tough and decent. You know, people don't give Sean Strickland enough credit because they don't like him for what he does, what he says, stuff he says. But he's really good, I think. Um, Abus Abus is like uh, he was in that first PFL season, right? Uh, he he won very spectacular as uh, all his wins, and then he uh, he got knocked out by Lewis Taylor. Um, since then, he won his fights. Only one fight in the UFC so far. Lots of fights, uh, visa uh, issues. Um, yeah, and Stoltzfus. That's a man. Nothing against Stoltzfus, but uh, dude is not how you can say like huge UFC caliber. And going from Stoltzfus to Strickland is a pretty big step, I think. Um, and man, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna gamble here, man. I'm going to for a little bit more security here, in my opinion. I, I think it's Sean Strickland by decision. I mean, I, I, how do you not pick him here, really? Because the thing is. I, I still think Abus is un, unproven despite all the experience. Like, I, I just, I'm not sure how good he is because, like you said, okay, so here's the thing. He had a nice win in his debut, right? But Dustin Stoltzfus is not good. And it was so fast. Like, the fight didn't play out. It's worth a bonus because it was a nice front kick, beautiful knockout, one of my favorite techniques. But again, you know, the, the fight in, in PFL, like you said, he didn't really look great in PFL in general, Marcel, in my opinion. You know, he had some fights. Uh, he beat C. That's a good win, I guess. Although, um, I think that's at, um, you know, Walter Wade, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. Or that was a middleweight, actually. He's a welterweight. That's what I'm saying. But the Lewis Taylor fight, man, getting knocked out by him is such a bad look. Like, I don't know, man. Again, tons of experience. He has, he does have some decent wins, but I'm so unproven in the UFC. And then you look at Strickland. Like, I'm telling you right now, Strickland. Yeah, he's not doesn't have the highest fight IQ, but the guy is a really good fighter who has so much experience now. Like. He has fought so many good fighters, guys. Think about it. He really has. And like and he has good wins. Brendan Allen, Jack Hermanson, Nazar D. Imovov. Think about how good Imovov look, just looked against Chris Curtis. And Strickland dominated that fight, made it look easy. He's a good fighter, and he doesn't get as much credit as he deserves. And you know, Marcel, even the Jerry Cannier fight was a split decision. I, I can't even should have won the fight, but like 
it was competitive, you know? Definitely. He's, he's a good fighter, man. He's a good fighter. I like Sean Strickland a lot. He's one of my favorites with the interviews and everything. But he's just a good, solid fighter. And you know what you're getting with him. Marcel, it's kind of basic, right? Me, you, I think you said this, well. It's meat and potatoes, right? Just good cardio, good boxing, good takedown defense for the most part. And it's enough for him to win a lot of fights. I think he probably wins a decision here against Ibus, plays it, plays it kind of safe, jabs him, wins a kind of boring decision. But, like, you know what? Sean could knock him out, too, I think, as well. I think it's possible. So I'd love to see him get the knockout here because, again, he gets the knockout, guys. That's a brand-new contender for easy to fight. And you know Sean will sell that fight. You know he will talk a lot of shit. It'll be fun on the lead-up to it. So I'm hoping that happens, Marcel. Um, again, Abus is kind of a live dog because he's so unknown still, right? He's kind of a live dog. Maybe he goes out there and lands a crazy spinning heel kick or or chokes him out. Or, I don't know, but I, I can't pick him. I'm taking Strickland, man. I, I, more proven, like you said, with the same pick. All right, guys, uh, let me just get some comments and we'll get out of here because uh, that was the only card to break down this week, which is great. I'm exhausted anyways. Just, we just did like two and a half hours almost, Marcel. 2.20. He was pulling multiple fights with Visa. The whole nobody wants to fight thing just makes sense. Yeah, that, that fight doesn't really make sense, but whatever. I mean, again, it's it's what? interesting at least because he's a new guy. We'll what makes sense that Dana says? <laughs> okay. By the way, I want to talk about that really fast. Abos uh, doesn't hit a lot. He doesn't always react to well. Strickland, I agree. Strickland outboxes him here. Maybe maybe knocks him out. Maybe, but at least wins the decision. Uh, all right, guys. Really quick, uh, I want to get your thoughts, Marcel, on the uh, Elon Musk thing. Um, with Mark Zuckerberg, this, I mean, listen, like Dana's right. Like everyone will watch it, but it's so stupid, right? Like, what do you think? That you saw the video he posted with a t-shirt on. Yes. Uh, dude, <laughs> looks so stupid. But I mean, um, listen, man, I've never been like a big fan of influencer fights and that kind of stuff. Because the thing is like, at the moment, I, it's like you guys call it uh, NFL. So how do you say that? Uh, football, right? Imagine you become famous. Uh, you become a famous person uh, on the internet or whatever influencer. Are you like you know? You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go to the New England Patriots and I'm gonna be the quarterback. Doesn't make sense, dude. Why? Why do these guys get get all the shine in this sport? This is not a spectacle, man. This is a professional sport. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's the thing that yeah, that's that's what really irks me. But it's not just the riches, rich people. It's also like the influencers who are like coming up and thinking like, oh, let me fight for once because I think it's cool. But the problem is with the media as well, giving that um, a lot of attention because it gives a lot of clicks. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I understand. People are going to watch it. I don't really care, man. As long as they don't put it on UFC 300, for example, and make it the main event, you know, that would be so stupid. But uh, listen, oh, man. Did they on UFC 300? Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. No, no, I don't know. But I'm oh. just talking about I would about, imagine but... it just be its own, like, card. And like Dana said, it's an exhibition fight. But it's just like everyone's jumping the bandwagon. I saw GSP was like, yeah, Elon, I'll train you. And then I saw Charles Oliveira said something, too. Like, I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. I did see the odds. I think it's minus five. Was it minus five? Let me double check. Isn't it? I don't know. No, there's odds for it. Let me double check. Um, where's the odds for this? I think. Where did I see that? Um, let's see. I think it was minus five hundred on. Uh, yeah, minus five hundred on Zuckerberg. I, I don't know about that. I know he changed jujitsu, but like it's kind of high because again. 
uh, Musk is big, bigger fighter. I think this is this is such stupid shit. It just it's kind of like shit because it kind of like just diminishes like what these men and women do training yeah. or so. Yeah, I'm with you. It, this like again, I'm I'm actually okay with guys like Jake Paul because Jake puts the work in. But like mm-hmm. this is kind of a joke. I mean, would I watch it? I guess, but I'm I'm not paying a hundred dollars for it. I'll just say that. I'll, <laughs> definitely not. I'll find a way to watch it probably, but I'm not going to pay a hundred for it. Go tell Dana I'm going to stream it. I think everyone's going to stream it. I think the streaming numbers will be insane. The whole world will stream it. But I don't think at a hundred dollars, how many papers is it really going to sell? Like I I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You think it's going to be four million? Maybe, maybe. I can see why Dana wants to do it. He's already doing power slap. He doesn't he doesn't care anymore. You know, Marcel. All right. Does Instagram tell you when it visits someone's profile? Um. I don't think so. I mean, maybe. Well, why? What do you want to know? It's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, you think UFC would give Strickland Israel over Canyon if Drickus and Whitaker fight? Cannot fight uh, Israel. Yes, and the rumor, Marcus. I don't know if you were here earlier. The rumor is it's going to be Canyon and Hamza. That's the rumor. We don't know if it's true, but that's what we heard. Brian Allen mentioned that at the press conference. What do you guys think you, headlines UFC three hundred? I mean, I think I would imagine John Jones at this point. I mean, this fight doesn't seem to be having a steep anytime soon. I'd imagine it'd be him and, and Stipe. Um, if not, I mean, I still think like Brock Lesnar and John Jones. I know it sounds stupid, but like Brock fought at UFC 200 and 100. That'd be crazy. John fought at UFC 100. You're supposed to fight at UFC 200, you know, didn't. He'll fight at UFC 300, maybe. And then Jim Miller should be on the card, too. And I would imagine that'd be Jim's last fight. Um, the only other thing I want to mention, I don't know if someone mentioned in the chat. Um, this is the matchup, Marcel, really quick, in the women's flyweight division, Rose and Manon. I want to get your thoughts on that fight just really quick um, before we get out of here. Um, I don't think it's a good idea for Rose to, to go to 125, to be really honest. That's what I think. And uh, I saw your comments on Twitter, so I know you are too thinking. But, um, yeah, I mean, Mano is a pretty big girl for 125, you know, if you think about it. And I think if you look at pure technique, ground game, Rose better, you know. But if you look at strength, Mano is much stronger, I think, than Rose. So the thing is, like, it's difficult to say, but early lean would be Manon, and that's purely because of the strength I think she takes with her, you know? And the thing always with Rose is if she is on, she is super dangerous. But Rose is not always on in her fights. And if she is not on in the fight against Manon Furo, I think she gets viciously knocked out if she's not on in that fight, you know? If she is on, she can even win that fight because she is world-class, you know? Yeah. But that's that's the thing with Rose. You never know which Rose Namayunas shows up, you know? And uh, if the if the good Rose Namayunas shows up, she can win that fight. But if not, man, she can either get, uh, do, how do you say that, get uh, dominated by strength or get brutally knocked out, one of the three. That's, like, that's what look, I feel. Yeah, you guys saw my tweet. I mean, I, I think that Rose is a live underdog in this fight. I'd imagine she'll be the underdog. Like, I don't know what the odds will be, but like, plus money on her. Like, I would, I would definitely consider it. Like, I, I think Manon's a good fighter. I don't think she's great. I think that she's, you know, fought some pretty easy opposition in the UFC so far. She looked pretty good, but then you know, against Chukagian, who's kind of like the gatekeeper there. Um, you know, had a good, had a decent fight. Nothing amazing though. Um, whereas with Rose, like, when she's on, she's truly a special talent. Like, there's no doubt about it. Everyone's down to her now because of the last fight. It was so bad. It, it was a winnable fight, but it was still like a close fight. It was a split decision. Like it could have went either way. Um, and if she had won that fight, I wonder if the the um, odds would be because again they're not out. I don't think they're out yet, but I'd imagine Manon will be you know the favorite. The thing is though, Marcel, I just think again this is a girl that I've seen knock uh, knock out Weili Zhang. She beat her twice. I picked her as an underdog twice in those fights. Um, I remember when she knocked out Joanna and then beat her again in a rematch. Like she's really good. Um, oh, she I'm she's great. So I think that you know she's a 
she's a little bit getting a little bit under undervalued, and I think it's a spot where we can take a shot in the dog personally. But I think a lot of people will be on Manon because she is, you know, like you said, the stronger fighter, a slightly bigger. It's not as big as you'd think, Marcel, because Rose is a bigger straw weight. But uh, yeah, got to see the odds first. I'm not, saying, you know, but I, I again, I could Manon should probably be favored at the odds, but I think Rose is a very lot of underdog in that fight. That's all I was gonna say, um, and I'm with you. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think Antoine's right. I think on the feet. Like, on the ground, she's better. There's no doubt. And on the feet, I think she could be better, potentially, too. So, we'll see what happens. All right, Marcel, is anything else you want to talk about, or, uh, or are you good? Not really, man. It's very hot in here, so I'm kind of... Listen, I love doing the podcast with you, but I'm also happy if I can go downstairs now, because it's a little bit cooler there. No, nah, we're done. We're <laughs> done, guys. I'm, I'm tired now. All right, everyone, I, we really appreciate you guys uh, joining in, as always, to the MMA Review Podcast. We just uh, recapped UFC uh, uh, Jacksonville, and then we just previewed UFC 76. Appreciate you guys. Thanks again. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Martin Marcel being Marcel24. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Tell everyone about the podcast. I'll talk to you guys soon. And we should be back next Monday at the regular time, 5 p.m. Eastern. Peace.